Welcome back in to The Rock Pod, presented by the Royal Oak, Michigan Chamber of Commerce. I am John Gay from Jack and Detroit Podcasts. I am Lisa Bibby, your local neighborhood realtor with Keller Williams Advantage. I am Andrea Arndt, an attorney at Dickinson Wright. And I'm Trish Carruth, third generation jeweler and owner of Your Personal Jeweler. Today, our guest is Mike Twydell from TwiFit Personal Fitness. Mike, thanks so much for being with us today. Glad to be here. Mike, can you tell us a little bit about your background and how you got involved with personal fitness? Well, it started back in college. I had transferred to college uh, at Oakland University, coming from Macomb Community College, and I was a smoker, and I wasn't taking good care of myself, and everything was so much more uh, serious at Oakland than it was at Macomb, and nobody smoked, so I felt out of place, so I thought I'd quit smoking, and I didn't want to get fat, so I started packing a duffel bag so I could go work out in between my classes. And about a month and a half into it, the most beautiful girl in the class, her name was Heidi, she came up from behind and she grabbed my arms and said, hey, have you been working out? And then I became a trainer. (laughs) Uh, That was my motivation. I really started working out. Then when I was 25, I did a bodybuilding competition. And after I did that, I had so many people coming up to me and asking me advice on nutrition and working out and everything. I decided to get my certification as a personal trainer. So I went through the American Council on Exercise. I got certified and I wanted to be able to know the industry better. So I took a part-time job. I was working in the sign business at the time and I took a part-time job selling fitness equipment. I would go and do demonstrations of the home gyms and these people would then invite me to come in and train them. And that's how I started building up my clientele. And I did this for 20 years. And uh, somebody that I was training said, you know, you should have your own place. So then I got motivated. I came up with a business plan and developed TwiFit. Nice. So how long has TwiFit been open? We've been open for six years now. Can you tell us a little bit about the process of opening a gym, creating a brand, all that kind of stuff? Well, you know, originally I went by the name MJT Fitness for my initials. And I thought, I need to come up with something a little more catchy. And then one of my clients said, well, why don't you do TwiFit like CrossFit, but instead of Cross, put Twi. And I'm like, oh, okay. And it sounded kind of catchy. So that's how the name came about. And then with my graphic design background in the sign business, I designed a logo and then eventually the sign and everything else. And I put together the business plan. This is the interesting part. When we opened the business plan was mostly all classes. We had everything from yoga to belly dancing and kickboxing and and you name it. We had every class for every mood and nobody was coming in. So after a while, you know, people kept coming in and wanting to do personal training. And I got a lot of people that came in and said, Mike, I want to do personal training, but I can't afford it. So we came up with our small group training program, Girls at Curl, which teams up a small group of ladies doing one hour twice a week personal training. And the cost is like a quarter of what it would be to get one-on-one training. So Mike, what kind of stuff do you cover in the Girls That Curl program? What kind of training do you do with the personal training with these specific groups? Well, the nice thing about the Girls That Curl program is it maxes out at six people. It's a monthly fee of $149, which makes each session actually under $20 each. So the women that are involved still get the attention of the trainer but they don't have to pay the full price of the one-on-one. 
And the workouts vary. It could be a Tabata-style workout one day. It could be a core workout another day. It could be leg day one day. The trainers come up with all kinds of variations of workouts to make it fun and that you're not stuck in a rut. And the coolest thing about it that I've seen is how the women bond on the teams. They bond together. They push each other. On teams, you'll have people that are more advanced and less advanced. If you're not in that great a shape, we can modify the exercises. And seeing the people that have succeeded and had started where you're at is really motivating to these ladies. They really bond and they push each other. And I'll even see them out and about on the town uh, at a restaurant, probably eating what they shouldn't be. But uh, it's still great to see them all bonding. (laughs) So where do people go to sign up to join? Usually people will message us from our Facebook page or from our website, www.twifit.com. And we even have some links where you can buy our packages online. Mike, what kind of membership models do you have? I know you mentioned the girls that curl in that group session, but if somebody wants to become a member at the gym, how does that look? Well, although girls that curl is like a membership because you pay a monthly fee, we do not have a typical gym membership. Really? We're too small to have a gym membership with a bunch of people in there, and it would interfere with our personal training if we did. So, Mike, you mentioned personal training in one-on-one, and that kind of seems to be your specialty. Do you also offer personal training for students or athlete training specifically? Yes. I work specifically with a lot of student-athletes from the teens all the way up through college and even a couple semi-pro athletes. We work with them towards their goals. Uh, Every athlete has a different goal of what they're doing. In the off-season, I like to work with football players and help them to develop size. And then as it gets closer to the season, we start working more towards agility and speed and the things that they'll need for football camp. If it's another athlete, like I'm working with a skateboarder Hmm. and we're doing all kinds of core conditioning things to help them with balance and how to land if they crash to prevent injuries. Everyone is unique. And I try to cater every program to that person and what the needs of that sport are. With the personal training, is it mostly to build muscle or to lose weight? Or as you mentioned with the skateboard, to be able to do something safely? So what we do is we sit down and we set up a game plan with our customer and we find out what they want to accomplish. Sometimes you go to trainers and they tell you what they want for you, but we want to help you with what you want. Some people it's losing weight, some people it's strength, some people it's muscle, some it's all of the above. And we design the program that helps them get to their goal as quick as possible in the safest way. Nice. I know working out is only half the battle. Do you guys offer nutritional guidance as well? Definitely. Uh, We work and help give people practical diet information so that they can live a healthier lifestyle and achieve their goals quicker. We try to make the diet work for them, their lifestyle, because everybody has different needs and a different schedule, and one thing doesn't work for everyone. Mike, related to that... Can you speak to the misconception that you lose weight just by working out and how important diet and nutrition are to the overall plan as opposed to just, you know, running the pounds away, so to speak? (laughs) Yeah, well, in the world of bodybuilding, they say it's 80% diet and 20% nutrition. You know how hard a bodybuilder works, right? So it is imperative for you to have success. 
And I've seen it before. I've trained people for like three years and they've really not changed very much other than the fact that they're healthier, they're more fit and everything and the overall benefits there, but they have never really lost the weight they wanted to lose. And then all of a sudden they click on the diet and they figure it out. Even though I've been trying for a long time to get them there, they finally figure it out. And then all of a sudden it's like a miracle. It just all drops off. So the famous saying, you are what you eat, I've been a big supporter of the like organic and eating a lot of live living foods. So do you incorporate those kind of diets with people when they're looking at it from a nutritional level? Well, definitely. It's a progressive thing. When you get somebody that's been eating unhealthy for a very long time, you don't just snap them into a crazy diet and, you know, throw them into keto or whatever. You have to change how they eat by changing the decisions they make. Like one example, if you have somebody that likes bread, you know, oh, I like to eat a lot of bread. Well, I switch them over to low-carb wraps. Now, it's only six grams of carbs. You're getting a ton of fiber, which is good for you. And you're eating in a better way that's going to help you achieve your goals. I think the psychology of it is really fascinating. Without mentioning names, my mom, who lives out of state, has done one of those... uh, apps where they get into the psychology of getting fit, losing weight. And as of this recording, she's down 48 pounds. It just changed her total mindset of the way she looked at food for the first 67 years of her life. So I love that you're saying there, Mike. Well, definitely. A lot of people, you know, when they're growing up as a kid, especially if you're an athlete, you know, your parents are saying, finish everything on your plate, finish everything on your plate. And if you do, you get dessert. And, you know, psychologically, that sets up some pretty bad patterns that take you into adulthood. For sure. So Mike, as we get into the summer months here, are there any special programs that you're offering at TwiFit? Yes. Every year uh, we run a student athlete training program. We usually have two days a week in the mid morning and we run it outside whenever we can. And we work with athletes, helping them with agility, strength, core conditioning. And it's a lot of fun. Uh, Last year, due to all the programs being shut down, we were like super busy. We were getting 30, 40 kids at every single session. And the kids have a ball and they tell their parents that they love it. And I'm looking forward to having a lot of those kids back this summer. And what are the ages for the kids who can participate? We usually run it from about the age of nine to 14. Uh, We have let some eight-year-olds on that were already pretty established athletes. A lot of times what we'll do when we get a lot of people is we'll divide them up into the younger ones and the older ones, and then they'll have two trainers working that way. Are these outdoor classes or do you offer any outdoor classes either for the student athletes or for adults? So when the weather's nice, we have a bay door in the back and our parking lot. So we try to take advantage of it. And every class that we can do for the kids, we do outside or just inside the bay door because there's a lot of kids there and we want them to be safe with the current conditions right now. Um, We also have a mega hit class, which is a hit training class that runs on Tuesdays at 530 and Saturdays at 10 a.m. And recently we've been able to start holding those outside. And like I said, when we can, we will. Can you explain what that mega hit program is? Hit training is, it's like an interval type training where you'll do 45 seconds on in 15 seconds off, and you'll do a round of exercises. On Tuesdays, we focus on legs and and booty. And then on Sundays is more (laughs) of a cardio hit. And with each one, there's different stations that you do. And you'll go through a round, maybe three rounds of it. And then we'll switch up the exercises. And then we'll continue in that fashion 
for the rest of the hour. That sounds really fun. So Mike, you have mentioned entering into competitions. So do you still compete? Uh, Yes, I do. As a matter of fact, could not compete last year because of COVID, but the year before I went to a national pro qualifier. I missed getting my pro card by one placing, unfortunately, Ah. but it's a passion of mine. Um, I'm focusing more on the business right now, but I can guarantee you I'll probably get on that stage again. And that's bodybuilding? Yes. Impressive. The challenging thing for me is I'm, I come in at about 139, 140 pounds. And when you're going for your pro card, there's no weight classes. So I was going up against guys that were 180, 190 pounds. And it's pretty tough to compete against those really big guys like that. For those of you listening that can't see Mike right now, he is actually in a tank top right now and looks ripped, like completely ripped to the point where I feel a little bit uh, shy right now talking to him. <laughs> and I think, and it goes back to the point you made earlier, Mike, about, you know, you want to look good and that girl comes up behind you and says, oh, you've been working out. It really, you talk about judging a book by its cover. You want to make a good first impression. You want to be in good shape and fit for sure. And Mike, it sounds like you love a challenge. And since you said the competition, there is no weight class for you. Is this something that you foresee changing in the future? And have you figured out a way that you can help make this change to create a weight class? Well, the reason there are not weight classes is there are less and less bodybuilders competing nowadays. Um, There's other divisions like men's physique, and in men's physique, that's usually based on upper body. They wear board shorts, so, so you don't have to train your legs. <laughs> and in bodybuilding, there's generally not enough people to designate weight classes. So unless there's more bodybuilders out there, then it probably won't change. Got you. Mike, you mentioned earlier wanting to keep people safe. Can you elaborate more for maybe someone who's apprehensive about getting out there, the steps that you take to keep people safe? Sure. Yeah. Through the whole process, uh, we have been very safe by sanitizing everything through the workouts. We sanitize the equipment between everybody using it, and we clean all the doorknobs and door handles and everything consistently throughout the day uh, with sanitizing wipes to keep everybody as safe as possible. And we have three areas in the gym, so we can keep people separated pretty far apart, too. So, Mike, it sounds like you work with a lot of people who are definitely already aware of their health and their need to train. But for people, let's just say, that aren't quite aware and they're just looking to get better health in general and they're not looking necessarily to get a specific training program, what kind of advice do you offer to them as far as like how many days a week do they need to come train with you just to stay healthy? Well, it's a little different for everybody. Ideally, you'd like to have somebody coming in three or four days a week. Practically, that doesn't work on most people's budget. We do offer half-hour sessions, which are more affordable. And in that case, we can usually get those two or three sessions in a week. And trust me, we can do a lot of damage in a half hour. (laughs) Um, We encourage people to help themselves by suggesting different apps to use and different devices and We refer people to different chiropractors, uh, actually one in the chamber here. We work with a rehabilitation place. If people have shoulder problems and they need to have help in that area, we can refer them. So we try to help them in every way possible so their overall health is the best. And do you provide some of these clients with 
workout routines or anything that they can do at home in between the training sessions with you? Well, once again, it's customized to that person's needs and wants. Some people would never touch a weight if they didn't walk through that door. So they rely on the trainer to get them through their workouts. Other people, it's more about accountability. And we'll work with them for three or four sessions and design a routine for them that they can do on their own. And then we have them check back with us like every two weeks or every month just to keep them accountable. And then they know that if they have to check in with us and go in for a weigh-in or whatever, that they can't drop the ball. Sounds like a good plan. All right, Mike, it is now time for our fishbowl question of the day, where we pull a totally random question for you. Andrea, can you pull our fishbowl question of the day? Who is the most famous person that you have met? Hmm. I'm trying to think. I've met a lot of celebrities in this business. I think one that people would know locally, God rest his soul, he passed away, but Glenn Hagee, the master handyman. I trained him for several years, and I watched him go from just having a weekend radio show to uh, being a serious XM star and everything. Uh, He was a lot of fun. He was a great guy to train. Well, Mike Twydell from Twyfit Personal Fitness, thank you so much for being on the Rock Pod with us today. If people want to find out more about you, website, social media, go ahead and plug anything you want. Well, you can go to www.twyfit.com. Or you can visit us on our Facebook and follow us on our Facebook page or Instagram at TwyFit1. And if you want to call us, our phone number is 248-291-5096. That is TwyFit, T-W-Y-F-I-T. Mike, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us, Mike. I feel like I really want to go work out right now. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Lisa Bibby, and I am a realtor with Keller Williams. I put the real back in realtor. Curious what your home is worth? Call today and find out trusted data and not just a guesstimate. You can find me on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Instagram at Sold by Lisa B. I am John Gay from Jagging Detroit Podcasts. I believe nobody can tell your story better than you can. For help creating a podcast or improving your existing show, you can find me at jagindetroit.com or on social at Jag in Detroit. Mike, unlike you, I actually kept my initials in my company name. My name is Andrea Arndt. I am an intellectual property attorney at Dickinson Wright, and I help my clients protect their inventions and build their brands. You can find me on LinkedIn and on our website, www.dickinsonwright.com. I'm Trish Carruth, third-generation jeweler and owner of Your Personal Jeweler. I specialize in creating custom engagement, wedding rings, and fine jewelry. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook, at The Personal Jeweler, or on our website, thepersonaljeweler.com. Thank you for checking out this edition of The Rock Pod, presented by the Royal Oak Chamber of Commerce. You can follow the podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information on the Royal Oak Michigan Chamber of Commerce, go to royaloakchamber.com. Thanks, everyone. 